For the next in our strand of ghost stories of Christmas, we present a classic audio drama, The Book of Shadows, written by Scott Cherry and originally broadcast a week before Halloween in 1995. Not only is it spooky stuff with demonic curses, sinister witch covens and a village with secrets, it is also set in Norfolk, with name checks to such familiar places as Wells, Fakenham and Walsingham. The script makes some amusing sallies comparing its slick modern protagonists against a Norfolk village that seems more like Lovecraft's Dunwich than the place we know and love. And the local accents range from authentic to misguided, but that doesn't detract from the fun. You'll probably pick up on how much this drama owes to the 1957 film Night of the Demon and Casting the Runes, the M.R. James short story on which the film is based. The Book of Shadows is seemingly aware of this, and casted Morris Denham as the villain of the piece, the same actor who had played the first victim of the monster in Night of the Demon. This is a long one, almost an hour and a half, but it's worth sticking around to the very end. So turn off the lights, pour a glass of something warming, and get ready to find out what secrets lie in the dark and silent villages of the Norfolk Expanse. Shadows by Scott Cherry, with Maurice Denham as Crichton and Jenny Funnel as Ellie. The Book of Shadows. Cosmopolitan or Marie Claire. Thank God. <laughs> now then, um, a rundown on the anniversary issue. We're uh, happy about the way things are going, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yes, right. great. Now, uh, as I said, a tongue-in-cheek way of knocking our critics. I mean, they say women's magazines are full of sex for the sake of sales, so this number is going to be the most prurient voyeuristic issue in the history of the magazine, yeah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, now then, so, Gary, how are the fashion pages looking? Well, we're back and forth on the phone to Los Angeles. Keanu Reeves should model his favourite underwear. Perfect. Uh, what about our three main features? Women who cheat on their husband. That's you, Fiona. <laughs> It'll be good. I'm meeting a woman tomorrow who's having an affair with her husband's identical twin. That's really kinky. And is he identical? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but is he identical in every way? Is every part of his body the same? Yes, yes, thank you, Gary. <laughs> You'll have to ask her. <laughs> if you could. Now then, uh, the second feature, child prostitutes in Calcutta. Yeah. Which we'll leave out if it's too dreary. Oh. Well, it's hardly glamorous, Harry. We've got to do some gritty stuff. Yeah, but I'm not sure it's right for the anniversary issue. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, the third article, as you all know, is causing us problems. No, oh, is this Karen's piece? Yeah, witchcraft in Norfolk. It sounds interesting. There's a village in Norfolk, a group of pagans or whatever live there, and apparently this lot run around naked in a ward and, according to Karen's source, bonk each other senseless. Oh, really? Love mm. it. <laughs> so, what's the angle? 
a cosy village full of Tory voters who are really devil worshippers. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> it's, it's something a lot of people worry about. Now, what were you saying, Harriet, about a poll? Oh, yeah. Um, in a questionnaire held in various parts of East Anglia, parents were more worried about their kids getting into witchcraft than drugs. Rubbish. It's true. Well, that's because there's nothing for kids to do there. If I lived there, I'd turn to witchcraft. This friend. Or daytime television. A friend of mine. <laughs> this is perfectly true, right? Oh, yeah. He'd had enough of Shepherd's Bush, exchanged his two up, two down for three acres and a farmhouse near Wells next to the sea. Now, every Sunday, without fail, a stag's head gets nailed to his front door. Every Sunday. So what's that about? Yeah, well, thanks for that, Harry. Hmm. So, um, so if we run with the witchcraft as a big feature, I mean, who do we send? Karen's done research, but it really needs interviews with the locals, pictures and stuff, you know, getting them to admit they drink bat's blood or whatever it is they do. When does Karen's leg come out of plaster? Not for weeks. But she's had second thoughts about all this, hasn't she? She always gets second thoughts, Gary. I think it's a runner, and I'd like to do it for this issue. But the thing is, who do we send? Any ideas? Everyone's tied up. Yeah. Oh, what about you, Caroline? Editors don't have to work that hard. Well, I'll only go if I can sacrifice a virgin. <laughs> what about... And don't, you know, don't all shout me down at once, right? Yeah. What about Ellie? No! no. Why not? Joking. Why not? Why not? Yes. She's only been on the magazine five minutes. She's too young. And we need her in the office. Why? So I can chat her up. <sighs> Well, I say keep her indoors making the tea for at least another six months. She's bright. She thinks she's God's gift to journalism. So why don't we ask her to go out and prove it? She'll be out of her depth. No, she won't. No, she can put it down to experience. I need her making the tea. If we knew she'd cock it up, I'd say yes. Let her do it, just to see the look on her face. We're a bigger bitch than I am. <laughs> All she's got to do is visit the village for a couple of days and talk to a few people. Caroline... Well, big mistake. It's Karen's piece, so I'll ask her. And I just hope she's got a higher opinion of Ellie than you lot. them I've had enough. You can't hand in your notice when you're worked up. If you think you've made the wrong decision, taken the wrong job, then go in and talk to them in the cold light of day. This is the cold light of day and I bloody hate it. Right. The whole magazine. I must have been mad taking the job. Desperate. I'll take the phone. Thanks. It's the pettiness of everything. It's small-minded, trivial. Do you know what I did today? The crossword? Talked to women whose lives have been changed in a dramatic way. By changing jobs? By religion? No. By buying a new dress. So? But that's not my idea of journalism, Tom. Telling readers that some mother of four from Salford found the meaning of life in a £1,200 Versace slip. And that's going to be a four-page article. 
Why do women read such rubbish? You shouldn't have taken the job. It was the only one offered. Because you walk into interviews wanting to change the world. You walk through the door, they like what they see, and then you open your mouth. Shut up. And they think, oh my God, talk about politically correct. I should have just joined a newspaper, done straightforward journalism. You can't do straightforward journalism. What? You're too biased. You report a traffic accident and end up blaming the Tories for encouraging car ownership. You're what's known as a pedagogue, Ellie. A very sexy pedagogue, it has to be said. In fact, in the whole history of pedagogy, you are probably the sexiest, pertiest, edible. Tom, Tom, I won't go to bed with you, OK? So let's drop it. Fine. Once was enough. What? Oh, give me the phone. I slept with you because you were having a bad time and I felt sorry for you. Oh. Can't you feel sorry for me again? You're my cuddly neighbour from the flat upstairs. Cuddly. Who feeds my kitten when I'm away and shares my TV dinners. I don't want you to see me as cuddly. Sorry. So you're resigning? Yep. What was this terrible assignment they offered you? <laughs> An insult. What was it? Oh, hello. Uh, can I speak to the editor, Caroline Greaves, please? It's Ellie Rogers. Ellie Rogers. <sighs> I knew. When is she back? Thanks. That could be fate. <sighs> so what was the assignment? Karen Stone, one of the feature writers, has broken her leg. So they want me to take over. And the story's what? You really want to know? The Bosnian fashion scene? Karen has got evidence of witchcraft going on in a Norfolk village. She's laid up in bed, so they want me to go instead. Sounds good. Oh, come on, Tom. They want yours truly at her first orgy. Starkers in the middle of the Norfolk Broads. Oh, sounds very good. Please. Oh, serious. For one, it's not really my story. Karen's done the research. And second, she bitches for England. When I arrived, she told me journalism takes more than a first-class arts degree, then ordered me to get her a coffee. So get out there and show her you can do it. You're young, you've still got your own teeth, you've got plenty of time to be most promising journalist. Just for now, swallow that vast, humongous pride of yours and settle for writing a little piece on necromancy. No! I think you're afraid of screwing up. Oh. I've been trying to work out why I don't like you, Ellie. Really? I'm not sure if it's your arrogance or the fact that you're a size 10. What's it like being overweight? Every night I pray you'll get anorexia. I've got lots of faults. Oh, you don't say. My earlobes are too big. See? Oh, and I thought I had problems being a size 20 with a broken leg. How did you break it? Fell off the roof terrace making love to my homeopath. I slipped off a stool, reaching for a bag of bite-sized Twixes. Mm. So you'll be happy lying in bed all day eating chocolates. Can I have one? Only if it's a hard centre. So, you want to take over my story? Not really. Why are you here, then? A friend twisted my arm. Hey, what are you taking? Praline Cracknell. Do you know why I let you do this story? Because it stinks. Because... It terrifies me. I'm a nougat whirl. Why do you think I broke my leg? Because you like chocolate. Because they knew. They knew? Do you think they want their sleepy little village stuck on the pages of a popular magazine? 
I shouldn't get involved. If you've got any sense, you'll turn it down. <laughs> Dark forces at work, are there? Ellie! This story was given to me by Brian Lee. Do I know him? Brian was killed in a car crash two months ago. You said you're not that keen. If you want to prove you're the next Kate A.D., get yourself another story. Go and live with the tribes of Rwanda for six months. But I'm telling you for your own sake, drop this one. And leave my bloody chocolates alone. She was scared, saying someone had put a curse on her. To make her overweight? To break her leg. So why can't she think that? Tom, she was pretending. They're all trying to make me look chicken in front of the editor. Are you always this thick in the mornings? Mm, easy. All I did was come down to borrow some milk and ask you to marry me. Bella's finished it off. I know, girl, you want out. I know the feeling. Come on. <laughs> You're still a kitten, so don't pick any fights, okay? There you go. What's this? Karen's research. Oh, so you're really going to visit the village of the damned? Hmm. Some of it's quite interesting. The sleepy village of Kettleford is hard to find, but if you I'll go... show you. Don't just snatch. Now, this is an area of. Ten square miles below Walsingham. So so where's the witchcraft been going on? Everywhere, supposedly. This village here. Uh, what, Langdon? Mm, according to Karen. Let's see. In June last year, a dog was found hanging by its hind legs from a barbed wire fence. Oh. Skinned, drained of blood, with its genitals carved out. So it was a poodle. The village of Thursley. A Yorkshire terrier was found skinned and hanging from a netball hoop in the local primary school. Ritual candles had been burned beneath it. So basically, if you're a dog, steer clear of Norfolk. Now, this place is interesting. East Langton. In December of last year, four children were found torturing a fox in a barn. I'll get the picture, yeah? When police searched the building, they found the mutilated corpses of 12 chickens, three dogs, two foxes, two badgers, a squirrel, five cats and one sheep. No llamas? One of the boys said, and I quote, we were making sacrifices to Satan. We'd seen him walking with a man the year before. They'd seen Satan? Mm -hmm. That's what they said. There's been tons of these cases. In a neighbouring village, Three deer were found. Ellie, I, I haven't had breakfast. I... Their heads and legs had been cut off. Ellie! Satanic graffiti daubed in a nearby wall. In blood. 
Where's Ellie? Seeing Madam Editor. Thank God she's going to be out of the office for a few days. Why do you hate her so oh, much? Oh, Harriet, darling. What? You're so sweet. Oh. Thanks, Caroline. And don't go mad on expenses. I'll try not to. Bye. You're off then, gorgeous. What an amazing observation, Gary. Off on the great witch hunt. Try not to worry too much. What about? Letting the editor down. It must be the more stressful when she's your aunt. What? We've just found out. Thank God for nepotism, eh, Ellie? Still, you've got to get a job somehow. Can I tell you something? If you must. I'm a bit embarrassed admitting this, Gary, but I really fancy you. Apart from being incredibly good-looking and obviously hugely well-endowed, what really makes me moist at just the thought of you is your compassion, your humour, your intelligence. In short, the very awesome expansiveness of your sexuality and spirit. You're a real man, Gary. And I want to have your child. Bye, Harriet. Bye. Uh, don't worry. I'll send you all a postcard. That girl is weird. Hello, Kev, mate. You all right, boy? Yeah. Why? Why shouldn't it be all right? Will you be? Wouldn't you like to know? I'll have my usual. Pint bar, please. A pint? Yeah. A pint? He wants a pint. <laughs> you sure that's what you want? I got a right, and I? Of course. It's a free country. Just you steady them hands of yours, eh? <laughs> we can't have it spilt everywhere. And, um, what's your friend gonna have? Friend? What are you talking about? Shy, is he? Why is he hiding behind the door? <laughs> what? Tell him to come in. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You all right, kid? Kevin Metcalf. Who's he? He's the member of the Esbat that's been giving the information. Esbat? The Witch's Coven. Mm -hmm. They meet every full moon. According to Karen's notes, they employ all nine tools of magic. Thirteen main members, all paying homage to Satan through the Coven Master. Do all sorts of things, apparently. Instead of sacramental wine, they drink goat's urine. Oh, a bit like the Law Society, then. Karen spoke to Metcalf a week ago, but now he's gone quiet. He's the one I talked to first. You got an address? I wish you'd let me get the coach. It's doing the car good. Good? Don't knock her just because she's a Skoda. She's broken down four times in four hours. I could have walked there faster. <laughs> With all that luggage? That's why she keeps breaking down. Three suitcases? How the hell can you be a fast-moving journalist with three suitcases? You're only going for a few days. I need my things. What things? Things. Your hypoallergenic bubble bath, your Friends of the Earth slippers, your evening primrose oil. Tom, would you like to be genitally mutilated? Already have been. What? My mother got there first. She's Jewish. I didn't know that. Why do you think she knits me sweaters in the summer? This must be the village. Are you sure? Slow down. Yeah, this has got to be Kettleford. It wasn't signed. We went through Thursley, didn't we? Then took a left. Pull over. We'll ask that old man... Over there, Tom. Come on. All right, calm down.
Excuse me. Yeah. What? Sorry. Excuse me. Can you tell us, is this Kettleford? Uh, what? Is this Kettleford? Uh. We're looking for the village of Kettleford. Oh, Kettleford? Yes. Uh. <laughs> well, thank you, Norfolk, and good night. Hey, did you say something about there being a pub called The Left Hand? Yeah. There. That, apparently, is the only place that offers accommodation. Bring the cases, Tom. Come on, bring them yourself. Oh, what's the betting? It's full. Are you kidding? It's a dump. You can't stay here. Shh. Hello? Hi. Uh, right, um... What can I get you? Um, uh, do you do Adnams? House. Sorry? Oh, sorry, it's it's the house bitter, is it? Yeah. Great. I'll have a mineral water, please. What? Mineral water? Don't do it. You don't have mineral water? Orange juice, please. Uh, one orange juice, one pint of house bitter. Right. Where was his charm school? I didn't think pubs like this existed anymore. So... Got lost, have you? I'm sorry? Looking for Walsingham. Good, you're off the beaten track if you are. Uh, no. We're not, actually. Orange juice. I'll get your point. If it's Wells you're wanting, you'll have to go out down High Street towards Thursley. It's a bit of a twisting turn, but once you get as far as Kislake, just keep an eye out for the B1355. That'll see you to Wells. I'm not going to Wells, either. Where are you heading, then? Here. I'm visiting Kettleford. You're kidding. No. She isn't. Well, there's nothing here. We haven't even got a church. So I hear. A friend of hers recommended it. <laughs> yeah, I'm as amazed as you are. You don't have a room, do you? I'd like to stay here tonight. What? I'd like to stay here tonight, if that's possible. No, sorry. Don't do rooms anymore. Get me here. No. Stay out. Leave me alone. Oh, God. What are you doing up there? Leave me alone. Get out of my house. Go out. 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 No transport. Why do you keep this heap on the road? Don't you dare. This car is the only real friend I've got. Uh, and you take the mickey out of me for loving my cat. At least she's living. So's this car. And driving's the closest I get to sex. <sighs> so what now? I want to get back to London. I don't like this place. I'm staying. You heard Boris Karloff. 
Who? The landlord. No room at the inn. So, if you get the car going, you can drop me in a neighbouring village. Right, then. How are you doing? I am again. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. Uh, you're not doing so well, then. Uh, no. He's like John Mills in Ryan's daughter. Uh, got trouble with your mole? Uh, yeah. Yes, that's right. Don't encourage him. No. His flies are open. Look. You ring an emergency service and get the car fixed. I'm going to visit Kevin Metcalf, OK? Ooh. He's the contact. But Ellie... Yes? Haven't you noticed something? Come here, come here. What? We're being watched. What? Don't turn round. The cottage behind you. There's a weird-looking woman staring at us from an upstairs window. At least I think she's a woman. Mine host from the village pub is spying on us with his one good eye, and old Father Time's still there. Trouble with your mouth. Playing with his pockets and chewing his tongue. They're curious. Here's my theory. This whole place is run by village idiots. Tom, this is darkest Norfolk. Nobody ever comes here, right? So when attractive, dynamic people from the big city come burning up the high street in a ten-year-old Skoda, heads are bound to turn. Oh, I see. Look, you ring the garage. I'll go and see Kevin Metcalf. Don't be long. Why? It's getting dark. Oh, for God's sake, Tom. Oh, uh, excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, are you talking to me? Uh, yeah. Uh, is, uh, is there a public phone box near here? Mr. Crichton, it's Bob, ringing from the pub. Yes? I hope I haven't interrupted you. As it happens, I'm just in from my walk. We've got a problem, sir. Two people have arrived from London. Yes, I know. One of them just asked me for directions. They've been inquiring after Kevin Metcalf. Uh, I think the girl's on her way to see him. I see. I'm sorry, sir. I should have stopped her, but I didn't know how. What do we do? I'll tell you what you do, Bob. You make sure they leave by midnight without Kevin Metcalf. Anyone at home? Hello? Leave me alone. Mr. Metcalf, is that you? Go away. Mr. Metcalf, my name's Ellie Rogers. I'm a journalist from London. I got your name from Karen Hughes. I believe you spoke to her last week. Hello? Kevin Metcalf? Yeah? I'm Ellie Rogers from... Heard Hull you the first time. What you want? I had a bit of a problem finding you. Does anyone know you're here? Nobody seemed that keen to tell me where you lived. <sighs> Come in. Is this a good time? Huh? Oh, this is a great time. A great time, yeah? Expecting burglars? Are you all right? You can hear it, come on, yeah. Hey, you got to hear it. What? Look, I just want to talk about you. Give it a minute. That's all it takes. Listen. Hey, hear it? Someone upstairs. Someone? Oh, yeah, I suppose old Scarf is someone. Come on. Look, Mr. Metcalf. Do you want a bloody story for your magazine or don't you, eh? Okay. 
Stop! He's getting angry. Who is? Go on! Take a look! What's going on? Open the door! Do it! What? See? What? The room's been wrecked. Oh, wait. Oh. How about that? God! Watch the bed. Give it a minute. What? What's making it move? Old scarf. Black shook. Call him what you like. My master sent him to haunt me. Sometimes I see him like a shadow. He's always following me. I, I don't know how to make him go. Ages. What happened? Just get in the car. But I managed to get the. Can we get in the car, please? Okay. The bad news is that the recovery van can't come till tomorrow. The good news is the car's working. Half the village have been mending her. Something tells me they want to get rid of us. Hey, you all right? This. This. Just might be the most incredible wind-up. I've just seen. What? Honey, please. 
Oh, brilliant. Ellie, half the village came out and fixed her. I, I couldn't see the engine for hands. They were brilliant. Here they come again. What? Oh, God, when did they go to bed? Don't go out. Ellie, they couldn't have been nicer. Because they want us to go. Now shut your door. They're coming over. <sighs> Lock it. Just relax, for God's sake. Pretend we're in Ambridge. Lock the door, Tom. Okay. Oh, look at them. Can I roll down my window? No. Fine. There's Boris Karloff. Try pushing it. What did he say? They're going to push it. Brilliant. Thanks a lot. Much appreciated. Handbrake off. Put it in neutral. Yeah, yeah, OK. See, they want to help. Hey, push! Oh, God! As far as I'm concerned, they came out to push start a car. It's nearly midnight. They deserve Village of the Year. Here we go. Oh, this bloody car! Yes, sir! Right, okay. You saw the furniture move. On its own, yeah? I don't want to talk about it if you're going to take the piss. I'm not. Start again. You can't get me now, Shaggy! You try to get me now, eh, boy? They're coming to see! They're going to get me! And he said he could see a shadow. Like a man, he said. Only bigger. You sure he wasn't drunk? <gasps> Was I drunk? Just such a moron sometimes. Well, let's wait until we get back to the moon, yeah? Good idea. Hold on, there's something there. Tom! Tom, breathe! Oh, right. oh. <sighs> oh uh, we, we, we didn't hit it. <sighs> wasn't very strong. One time his, his head went through the windscreen. All right, Mr. Grant. Okay, let's uh, 
Look, it might be easier if we start at the beginning. Where's Ellie? Of our interview room. Why have we been separated? In Fatax, we prefer to have statements from every witness. Fatax? Fatal accidents. What? So you think this was an accident? We left Kettleford at just before midnight. That's when I got back to the car. From where? From seeing Kevin Metcalf. Why did you go and see him? Um... Miss Rogers? Was Kevin Metcalf in the car with you at any time during your journey? No. Oh, seems a strange coincidence. You visit Kevin Metcalf and end up running him over. We didn't run him over. Some... Something smashed him against our car. Oh, really? And what did this something look like exactly? I couldn't see it. Can I remind you, Miss Rogers, of the seriousness of your position? A man has been killed on the Thursley Road in very suspicious circumstances. You don't have to tell your me vehicle that. was involved. And if we believe there's a case to answer, you'll remain in custody and face questions from a detective superintendent first thing tomorrow morning. Can't be worse than you. I'm still struck by this strange coincidence, Miss Rogers. Kevin Metcalf knew we'd be driving that way. I think he wanted us to help him escape. From what? You're asking me to believe that in the short time it took for you to get to your boyfriend's He's car... Not my boyfriend. ...and drive, what, two miles? You're asking me to believe that Kevin Metcalf was able to run from his house and get ahead of you on the Thursley Road? He must have been running very fast. He was running for his life. PC Bonham will drive you to Thursley. Thank you. The landlady at the B&B wasn't that pleased to be woken up, but we explained the situation. I have to tell you, even in these circumstances, the police can't be expected to pay for this accommodation. Really? Uh, of course not. Still, better than a cell. We insist that you remain in the area for all of tomorrow until we get in touch, understand? Which will be when? Impossible to say. Our crime report will be crime? sent... Crime? We haven't committed a crime. Ellie. As I say, our crime report's being sent to Norwich for senior CID to look at and assess. We'll know more tomorrow. Um, can I ask one thing? My car. Sir? Well, uh, do you know when I'll get it back? Forensic have to look at it. I'm no mechanic, but I'd say you're looking at scrap. Now, if you're ready. Um, what do you reckon, Gov? They were late leaving Kettleford. Wanted to get to London. Got up to what, 80 miles an hour, thinking no one would be about? Then bang. Bye-bye, Kevin Metcalf. Don't hold your breath. The landlady hasn't forgiven us for getting here at three in the morning. Here she comes. Well, I suppose you want your breakfast, are you? Ah, a very intelligent guess. Thing is, that's late. Quarter to ten. Cook breakfast's over. Uh, any chance of toast? Out of bread. Sorry. Cereal? Oh. Uh, well, by the looks of things, yeah. There's a few cornflakes. Want to share a cornflake? Be my guest. It's, um... 
it's none of my business why the police want you here, but the fact is I've got to charge you an extra £15 for the inconvenience you arriving late last night. £15? H. That's fine. No, it isn't. Like I say, that's no business of mine what trouble you're in with the police. That's not my business at all. Well, if you must know... What? I haven't been taking my medication lately, have I? Hmm? Uh, last night, I ended up going a bit berserk in Fakenham High Street. I can't really remember what happened, what with all the ecstasy I'd been taking and the baby shams, but the police tell me I ended up stabbing several men at a bus stop. My period's due today, so my solicitor thinks I'll get off with a caution. She gets bad PMT, you know. PMS. Oh. <laughs> you look as if you do. I, I, I'll go get your cereal. <sighs> What are you reading? Karen's notes. The ones she got from Brian Lee. The bloke that died? In a car crash. Great. Listen to this. Kevin Metcalf told me about the killings that were done as a sacrifice. He said the witches gathered on Midsummer's Eve, sky-clad, that's naked, Ellie. before the great master who wore a black... Ellie, coat. please, I don't want to know. Why not? Because it freaks me out. Tom! Look, this time yesterday my life was fine. Boring, but fine. I had a lovely old car, I could drive anywhere. If it didn't break down. Now, I've witnessed a violent death, I'm grounded by the police, and my car's been written off by a... By a what? <sighs> Did you tell them what you saw at Metcalf's house? I couldn't. But you really saw things moving about on their own. And you really saw what happened to Kevin Metcalf. Here we go. He was murdered. Uh, Cornflakes? Uh, thanks. Anything else? Tea, please. Right. So what killed him then? That's what I'm going to find out. I can't work this out. What? It's from the New York Times. It's in with the notes. FBI seek Satanist. Mm. Read it. <sighs> Leonard De Silva, the San Francisco Satanist, enters the Santa Monica courtroom shortly before his escape. English-born De Silva, along with other members of his group, the Order of the Black Dawn, face charges of ritual murder. 12th June, 1977. There's a picture on the other side. They got up to all sorts. Black magic, torture, snuff movies. Ellie. The prosecution were claiming he was in charge of all their activities. Ellie, I've seen this man before. Oh. 80 quid to hire a car. I don't believe it. I can claim it on expenses. We shouldn't be doing this. The police told us to stay put. Ah, oh, here we are. Now, which house did he go into? Uh, I can't remember. Tom! He was an old man. I asked him where the phone box was. He ignored me. I just thought he was deaf. I don't know where he went. Oh, come on! Okay. What if it is the same man that's in the paper? What are we going to do? What are we going to say to him? You're not going to say anything. What? You're driving back to Fakenham to tell the police. Oh, that we've jumped bail. <sighs> See the older one, D.I. Fowler. Show him the press cutting. Why? He needs to know he's got an escaped killer on his doorstep. Only it was ages ago. Don't speak to the other one. I don't trust him. Who gives a damn what happened in America? Tom, I want to find out how Kevin Metcalf died, okay? Fine. You read the article. Leonard De Silva was, is, revered the world over by satanic cults. You saw how Metcalf died. Now, 
Which house did he go into? If he is to Silver, you go in there causing trouble. The chances are he's going to cut you up into little pieces and film it. You've just said he's an old man. <sighs> he went into the house at the end of the high street, but the one set back in the grounds, I think. Drive carefully. For me, my dear. Um, yes, yes, I was. Uh, well, you'll you'll have to come over here. I'm afraid. Uh, I'm sorry. I got a bit of a fight on my hands with these bloody mistresses. <laughs> They've come through the roses. Oh, I uh, see. That's it. That's it. Oh. <laughs> well, it's not really worth all this work, you know. I give those hydrangeas a week at most. There. Beautiful. Oh, hardly. Have we met before? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I never forget beauty. Oh, help me up, will you? It's my hip. Can't really cope with gardening anymore. My hand is... Oh, of course. Uh, it... <laughs> uh, I don't normally do it myself, but it... Looks like we're enjoying a good autumn and the greenhouse is so full of the damn things. It's a beautiful garden. Well, it's a miracle anything grows at all. When you consider the bodies that are buried here. I'm sorry. Oh, bloody things are buried everywhere. Babies, mainly. And, you see, all the bones are putting calcium into the soil. No, this, this house is built on the site of the village workhouse. This was their graveyard, not sanctified. The perfect way to get rid of the illegitimate newborns, smother them and bury them. <laughs> Makes gardening a bloody nightmare. <laughs> Could you pass me that trowel? <laughs> Thank you. Um, oh, I, I'm uh, John Crichton. Ellie Rogers. Mm. You're not from this village. I'm a journalist. Uh, how can I help her? Mr. Crichton, did you know Kevin Metcalf? Uh, yes. Yes, I did. I... Mr. Crichton, I don't know if you're aware... He was killed last night by a hit-and-run driver. No. No, he wasn't. You see, I saw him die. Did you now? Well, perhaps we'd better go into the house. You were told to stay in Thursley. Uh, I'd rather speak to Inspector Fowler, if that's okay. No, it's not okay. He's busy. You'll have to make do with me. Where's Miss Rogers? Um, in Kettleford. What? Sergeant, we might be completely wrong... But we think there's a wanted man living there. A killer. So Kevin Metcalf was my gardener. I see. Yes, he started working for me the day he left school, about ten years ago. 
Well, it was all he could expect, poor lad. Very badly educated, like so many of them here. Things haven't really changed, you know. Still, he's a sweet boy, very loyal. You'll appreciate that I'm somewhat shocked by the news. Well, let's go through and sit down. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Let me take your coat. It's okay. No, no, no. I insist. <laughs> I had the place so hot, you see, for the plants. Hotter than a sauna. Thank you. And you'll see my particular pride and joy, the blood lilies, Samanthus punicius. That's through here, please. <laughs> it took a bit of forcing, but... Uh, take a seat. Uh, well, I must confess I'm a little unsure as to the purpose of your visit. It's not easy to explain. Oh, dear. Dear, you must, you must excuse me a moment. It's time to take the dreaded tablet. Do you enjoy perfect health, Miss Rogers? More or less. Oh, you're lucky, but then you're young, of course. You know, my consultant is frank to the point of brutality. Told me my heart should have stopped years ago. Well, please, are you were telling me you saw poor Kevin's accident, eh? I saw him die, yes. Mm. But it wasn't an accident, was it, Mr. De Silva? You are Leonard De Silva, aren't you? Wanted in the United States as Grand Chignon, or head devil of a cult that murdered innocent people. Oh, my dear girl. Brian Lee was after you, wasn't he? But he died. Kevin Metcalf was about to talk, and he died. When I visited Metcalf, he was terrified. He told me his master had sent something to haunt him, and... Miss Rogers... Whatever it was, I saw the way it killed him. I saw Mr. De Silva, his body being beaten to a pulp. My, my. What killed him? What? Was it? Answer me this, Miss Rogers, if you would be so kind. If you really did see that poor imbecile die, tell me, did you also see the beast? Huh? Did you? Oh. If you'll excuse me. Mr. Crichton, sir? Uh, Coming. Detective Sergeant Lake, Norwich CID, I'm sorry to trouble you, but uh, do you have a Miss Eleanor Rogers here? Yeah, indeed I do. This way, Sergeant. Uh, this is Mr. Bradley. Uh, hello. What kept you? Oh, sorry. What the hell do you think you're doing here? Yes, I was just asking her the same question. Do you know who this man is? I do, as a matter of fact, and you've got no right to come barging into his house. Oh. Now, if you just follow me to the car, Miss Rogers. He killed Kevin Metcalf. Ellie. It's the truth. He almost admitted it. Ask him if his real name's Leonard De Silva. Go on, ask him. Sergeant. Miss Rogers, I'm arresting you for breach of the peace. You do not have to say anything, but it may harm your defence if you do not mention, when questioned, something which you later rely on in court. You don't understand. Anything you do say may be given in evidence. Understand that. Look. Now. Good. Move yourself. 
Right. What's going on? Did you show him the cutting from the paper? Yeah. I'm not interested in a cutting from some bloody newspaper. Do you have any idea who that man is? I think so. That man is revered in this area, and you have the cheek to accuse him of killing Kevin Metcalf. Why didn't you show him the picture from the paper? He wasn't interested. Right. This is the situation. Both of you are in deep shit, okay? <sighs> you ran over and killed a member of this community, and as no, things... No, we didn't. Shut up and listen. As things stand, you're facing charges of death by dangerous driving or even manslaughter. My car didn't hit Metcalf. You tell a court that. Huh? You tell them you managed to stop and that this body somehow smashed itself against your car. You think they're going to believe you? It's the truth. We know what we saw. You so much as mentioned that man in court and all this black magic bollocks. I'm telling you, you'll have the whole village saying they saw you aim your car at Metcalf and run him over. Mr. Crichton's poured money into the villages round here. Everybody loves him. He's an old man, and everybody knows he's dying. All right, you've got a choice. You stay here causing trouble, and we throw the book at you, or you piss off back to London. What about the charges? I'll sort them. Meaning? If you leave Crichton alone, we'll put Metcalf's death down to an accident. You didn't blow over. What? You breathalyzed clean. You hadn't been drinking. The victim had more alcohol than blood in his body. Because he was scared. Uh, Metcalf was always drunk. So you'd put the whole thing down to an accident? Only if you go. Take it or leave it. Why are you doing this? Ellie. Why are you doing this? Ellie, he's trying to help us out. It's make your mind up time. I can get you to Norwich Station within the hour. Why did Sergeant Lake blackmail us into leaving? He wasn't blackmailing us. He wanted to do us a favour. He was in on it. What? He didn't want us to go to court and draw attention to De Silva. Why? Why was he protecting him? You flipped. Nobody wanted us there, Tom. They've all got something to hide. He was helping us out. If we stood up in court and said Metcalf was killed by supernatural forces, they'd put us in straitjackets. It'd be a one-way ticket to the funny farm all aboard the Loopy Loo Express. I still think Lake had something to hide. I'm going back there. Ellie, please, watch my lips. Let it drop. Again. Philippa Malatrat. Mrs. Malatrat, it's Ellie Rogers. Ah. Uh, I left a message on your answer phone. Yeah, look, I know I didn't get back. Um... It's just I'm sort of up against it, time-wise. I'm sorry. You said you've read one of my books. The Disciples of the Devil. About satanic cults? Uh, not one of mine, I'm afraid. Oh? My late husband's. What was your question? I wanted to talk to you about Leonard de Silva. Well, look, can I get back to you? I'm really behind on this backward masking thing. What? 
It's the technique heavy metal groups use to conceal subliminal messages. You play the music backwards to hear diabolic instructions. Well, who's going to play a record backwards? No idea, but it worries the American Union of Christian Mothers. So when would be a good time for me to ring back? Uh, well, why don't you leave your number with me? Okay. But I'm afraid all I know about Leonard De Silva's in my husband's book. I just wanted to say I met De Silva very recently. Hello? Hold on. Miss Rogers, did you say you've met Leonard De Silva? Three days ago. You sure? I'm also sure he's just killed someone. Miss Rogers, could I come and visit you? Oh. Where do you live exactly? I'm sorry, someone's at my door. Look, I'll ring you back in five minutes. Bye. Coming. Did you knock about ten minutes ago? Yeah. I was asleep. Oh. It's the first time in three nights. Sorry. Are you coming in? No. How about you? I had about half an hour, then woke up with another nightmare. I've been reading about the Kettleford Workhouse. The what? I've got to ring someone back. Take a look at this book. Oh, no thanks. Tom, the workhouse was knocked down a hundred years ago. De Silva's house is built on the same site. That's spooky, is it? It was the only parish in the history of the poor laws to welcome destitute women and children. Like I said, village of the year. But the women and children would disappear. There was an inquiry in 1842 which was never completed. It was rumoured the mothers and children were being sacrificed by local witches. Uh, 1842... You think the silver's that old? There's something about the area. So keep away from it. But, Tom, why should... All they... you've done since we got back to London is stay cooped up in this flat reading all these morbid books. You're going to drive yourself crazy. You saw Metcalf die. Which is why it's dangerous. You're going back to work tomorrow, and I don't want you to mention what happened, OK? Yeah... Oh, will you go and let Bella in? She'll be starving. Get her a cat flap. You promised me, Ellie. I just said okay. Bella's here, look. Oh. Next door's Ginger Tom. What is it? What is it? You're convinced the man in Norfolk was De Silva. I've seen the pictures in your husband's book. It's him. My husband was what De Silva would call a smeller, a witch finder. When De Silva escaped from court in California, he went after him. Why? Because he just spent five years trying to catch him. My husband was an American academic studied African witchcraft at Harvard. Ended up examining murder victims for the FBI. I want you to look at these pictures. Oh, God. They're mainly girls. They're just children, really. Did De Silva do this? 
indirectly. Every psychopath in America was desperate to please him. You see, Ellie, we're talking about a man who is said to stand at the doorway to another world. To many who worship the dark forces, if he isn't a god, then he's the nearest thing they have to an angel. If he's the man you met. Definitely. He may be old. He may be dying, but you must leave him alone. I just need to know how Kevin Metcalf died. That's all. I need to know what killed him. You better read this. Extracts my husband copied from De Silva's diary. Or rather, his book of shadows. I'll visit you tomorrow. Okay, look, we're running out of time, so final decisions. Let's have a vote. Everyone who thinks we get rid of Harriet's article on child prostitution in Calcutta, say aye. 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 Anyone think we should keep it? I do. And what a surprise. Thank you, Ellie. Oh, why? We're in danger of losing our readership if we do frivolous stuff all the time. Well, we're not going Harriet's for... article is brilliant. It's thoroughly researched and incredibly moving. The bit about the family having to sell their little girl to a pimp is heartbreaking. Yeah, well, too heartbreaking, maybe. It's a great illustration of male sexuality. What? The destructive power of the male libido. Oh, for God's sake, this isn't spare rib, you know. All I said We're not I... here to bang some political drum and change the bloody world. God, I mean, we're a woman's magazine. Thanks for that, Gary. I don't mind if we lose the main picture. The nine-year-old with syphilis? Yes. Well, I'm sorry, but I've said I want to keep this particular issue light and frothy. I'm sorry, Harriet. It's okay. Shame. Now, I've got a replacement. Yes. Some really good interviews. Three couples talk about the way they have sex. Oh, what a surprise. And what's a spin? Noisy lovemaking. Excellent. The couples are in trouble with neighbours who complain about the loud sex. We ask them why they feel the need to be noisy while they're doing it. What did they say? One man said it turns him on to grunt like a pig because he knows the couple next door can hear. <laughs> a lady barrister, now she was great value. <coughs> While she's having sex with her husband, who's quite a famous opera singer, she likes him to sing four-letter words at her to the tune of Nessum Dorma. Wow. Why? <laughs> Read the article, Harry, and you'll find out. Call it the Big Bang. What? Call the article the Big Bang. Nice one. I was joking. <laughs> okay, okay. Now, uh, this brings us to your article, Ellie. Sounds good. Thanks. Oh, Ellie? Well... You think you've got a bit of an expose, is that right? Yeah. We're all ears. Absolutely. As you all know, I set out last week on a jolly jaunt to find witchcraft in Norfolk. And you also know I was pretty sceptical about the whole thing. Just a bit. I didn't get a busty shopkeeper posing topless with her broomstick. Oh, shame. But what I did get, what I saw, convinced me the paranormal or the supernatural exists. What did you see? Karen's research was done by a man called Brian Lee. He gave me my first job. Well, you all know Brian died when his car hit a tree on the A10, was it? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Nobody knows why the accident happened. An eyewitness said the car took a sudden turn off the road, as if he'd done it deliberately. 
I think he was murdered. What? Because he wanted to reveal the whereabouts of a man called Leonard De Silva. De Silva is wanted in America for the murder of over 200 people. Mm, that name rings a bell. All the murders took place between 1958 and 77. It's alleged De Silva's cult involved their victims in ritual sacrifice. Really? Mass graves were found in North Dakota. All the victims were hitchhikers, drifters, runaways, all female. He escaped custody during his trial and hasn't been seen since. And you're saying this man killed Brian Lee? Yeah. I told you she was weird. May I ask how he killed Brian exactly? I saw firsthand how De Silva gets rid of his enemies. I saw a man being killed. I couldn't see what killed him. But it's thought that De Silva summons a Mara or Crusher as a nightmare. This is ridiculous. Shut the cop down. It's a demon. He uses to destroy his enemies. I'm getting a bit lost. Sorry. He summons. He summons this creature in a number of ways. Ellie, you all right? Which haunts and then kills. you are like. Oh, Gov. Can I have a word? Concerning what? I'll tell you in my office. Well, come on, college boy, move yourself. Sit down. Well, I'll stand if it's all the same to you, sir. Right. How do you explain this? Gov? This is the crime report on the FATAC involving Kevin Metcalf. What about it? Don't play naive. It's been NFA'd. No further action. I know. Oh, you know. The chief super told you, did he, at your last lodge meeting. Explain this. Page two. The pathologist's report on the victim. It says here Metcalf had a high level of alcohol in his bloodstream. Yes. You know and I know the lab didn't find alcohol. You've been playing around with the evidence, boy. I want to know why. No. Ellie? Oh, please. Please. It's all right, it's all right. Oh. It's all right, I'm here. Oh. It's okay. Tom. Tom. Come on, drink this, come on. All right? I am. Caroline brought you back. Oh, something was there. It was in the room. It, it was standing next to me. I know. What? Whatever it was, it it, it, it came back with you. Oh, oh. Things started moving about half an hour ago. What's happening, Ellie? Oh. Oh. That's how it started. Um, playing around with the TV. Do you want me to answer that? Oh. Hello? Hello? Philip Amalekar. 
it now? I don't know. There could be a rational explanation for all this, you know. And what's that? There. It's over there. Where? By the sink. And what does it look no, like? No, it's gone. What did it look like? Can't you see it? <sighs> Only you can see it and hear it. Why? There it is again. Like a shadow. Where? Sort of on the piano. <laughs> Ellie. This is very important. When you saw De Silva at his house, did anything pass between you? I know what you're getting at. No. Step by step, what happened when you arrived? Tom, be careful! Bloody hell! Now, come on, Ellie. You knocked on De Silva's door. I, uh, I, I rang the bell. Mm-hmm. He asked me in. You told me he was in the garden. Oh, sorry, he was in the garden. Yeah. He asked me into the house. Why are you asking her all these questions? Just so that I can find. What we out. need to do is get the hell out of here. It won't do any good. Of course it will. It'll only come after her. Uh, I'm just sorry. Remember what, what makes you such an authority? Leonard De Silva killed my husband. The same way he killed Brian Lee, Kevin Metcalf. The same way he wants to kill Ellie, by summoning that. Now, you went into his house. We talked. Did he touch you in the house? No. Did he give you anything? No. Take anything? No. Yes! What? He took my coat. It was so hot in the house, he took my coat. Did he return it to you? Um, I left behind Sergeant Lake. De Silva called me back and gave it to me. And where is it? Where's the coat? It's over there. Give it to me. That's why it's angry. It can't touch you yet. Watch out! Shit! No, no, the pockets are empty. Any hidden pockets? Uh, Inside. Give it to me. Anything? No. Why is a ring so important? It's in her husband's book. The Magister or Satanist destroys women by betrothing them to... What is it? It's called many names. The Hound of Odin... The Mara and the Crushing. If we find a ring and destroy it, Ellie will be safe. But there isn't one. Come on, you're the expert. What do we do? There's only one thing we can do. We get the silver to remove the curse. And I, I don't think we've got much time. So, you want to know about the new boy? I can't put my finger on it, sir, but there's something odd. Meaning? Do you know why he came to this, Nick? Transfer from the Met. Why? I think I found him tampering with evidence. To do with the fate act on Thursley Road. I confronted him about it, and he refused to answer my questions. 
Shut the door, Jeff. I'll keep this as short as I can. Sergeant Lakes from Scotland Yard, SO5. Robbery squad? Missing persons. In this case, young women. Um, sit down. I didn't know till last week. I just thought Lake was your typical pushy flyer from London. So why come to the back of beyond? He's running a national undercover operation. He wanted the FATAC investigation dropped because he didn't want it jeopardized. His department believes that over the last five or six years, as many as 15 girls have been abducted from homeless hostels in this area and killed. He's arresting those responsible tonight. How can you be sure Ellie's got till midnight? I'm not. Is it here now? No. It will be. So, once I get De Silva, how do I get him to call it off? It doesn't have to be you. Are you kidding? I'm not letting anyone else talk to him. What time is it? Uh, a quarter to ten. Look, there's a chance De Silva won't be there. No, she Why? De Silva's bound to be meeting with the coven tonight. It's a witch's Sabbath, what? All Hallows' Eve. Otherwise known as Halloween. Oh, fantastic. Oh, this is the village. De Silva's house? Over there, yeah. Where are you going? I've got an idea. Do you mind sharing it with us? Sorry, I haven't the time. Ellie, hold on. De Silva's got a visitor. What's he doing here? Oh, you, you're early. I'm afraid I'm not ready. I'm sorry to disturb you, sir. We've got a problem. What? My colleagues. They know we'll be meeting tonight. Warn everyone. He's gone. Right. Here goes. Ellie. Come on. What's your idea? What are you going to do? I'll tell you later. I hope... Man, you've got no idea. I've got every idea. Now get back to the car. What if he's not at home? Well, I'll soon find out. His door's open. Miss Rogers. Well, I thought you were the police. Sorry to disappoint you. You look a little worried, Mr. De Silva. Do I? Why? Don't be so surprised to see me. I should think you've often been pursued by your victims as the hour approaches. What do you mean? What would you say if I told you I was going to stick to you like glue till midnight? Get out! Believe me, if it kills me, it takes you with me. <sighs> You'll be interested to know it's here. I want you to get out of my house. I bet you do. What the bloody hell's happening? How did they find out? 
I want suspects three and four arrested and brought in. I'll go after De Silva. I'll need assistance. Damage limitation. We're going to tear his house apart. See what we find. Okay, Sarge. Sit. Well, you've got half an hour to do something. Well, there's nothing I can do once the spell has been cast, once the beast has been summoned. <laughs> Drive to a church. There's one in Thursley. If you find sanctuary, it won't harm you. Look, if you get within sanctified ground, you'll be safe. I promise. I don't think I believe you. Oh, and I'm not the only one. What's the time? She's got 30 minutes. Look, I think we should go and find out what's happening. Okay. Oh, who's this? Oh, no! Look, you stay. Oh, hold on. Keep him talking as long as you can. Uh, hello. <laughs> what are you doing here? You're supposed to be back in bloody London. Ah. Is that clock right? Yeah, uh, I think so. I'd hate it to be slow. Let's sit together, shall no, we? No, keep away from me. Uh, oh, no. uh, perhaps, perhaps we should hold hands. How many more times? I can't tell her to go. It's too late. I have the power. Then we'll die together. Oh, for God's sake. Where is it now? In front of me. Well, you can see it? Yes. It's staring at both of us. That's because it hates him, Ellie. Philippa? For the what last do you mean? 50 years, he's been dragging the poor creature from its home. Forcing it to murder and destroy all the people that dare to stand in his way. Oh, you? Oh, you remember me. I suppose I should be flattered. The police are here. Oh, in which case, I'll, I'll take my leave. Don't you oh. even think about it. Such a sweet face, don't you think, Ellie? Philip has put his harmless old man really have caused so much suffering. Philip, oh, do you know just how much I've thought about you and hated you? Philippa, let Police. go! You'll kill him! Police! Quick! Mr. De Silva! Ellie! This way! Open what? up in there! We can't leave him! He's dying! Mr. Get out of the way! Can't you? you like put the light on and let's hope we're in luck so far so good Philippa, will you please tell me what the hell are you doing look at the floor that's the magic circle see the inverted pentagram now we've got to find the silver's diary you know the book i mentioned to you when i i know i know you called it the book of shadows the journal of his occult activities it must have the incantation he's used against you so where do we look let's try 
There. Yankee Foxtrot from Lake. Receiving? Go ahead, Sarge. Ambulance required. Kettleford. The end of the high street. Make it fast. What else did it say I have to do? Just four times. Which I've done. Oh, are you sure this is the book? It must be. What was the date you met De Silva for the first time? Uh, the day after Kevin Metcalf was killed. Mm. October 24th. Right then, this must be the spell. It's in his writing. He would have made it as soon as you left. So what do we do? You better shut the door and try again. Oh, Ellie. Ellie, shut the door. It's here again. I can see. It's really clear. Es muma on, on muma es, es muma on, on muma es. Four by six from Yankee Foxtrot receiver. Go ahead, Jules. Where's Ellie? What's happened to her? I told you to wait outside. Keep out of my way, okay? I want to know where she is. You, Sarge. I expect more than one officer and a panda when I ask for urgent assistance. Oh, that's the wrong way, I think, sir. Yeah, well, we can't wait. I'm going with De Silva in the ambulance. You search the house and grounds. We're looking for a woman. Two women. Correction, two women. What do you mean, two? <laughs> in what looks like Enochian. What? Occult language from the 17th century. Some call it split foot slangs. Not much. We better say it together. How do you pronounce it? Oh, God knows. <laughs> this year. Yeah. I am, you fool. Now, before we get out of here, you'd better go and check the coast is clear. Yes, sir. Forgive me. Sir? What are you doing here? Oh, hello, college boy. Uh, let's, uh, let's have a word outside, shall we? 
told you it's right. No! It's not going to work, is it? we still got time! We went through the spell, but it's not made any difference. One minute to midnight. Ellie? Where is it? Gone. It's gone. Good. And let's hope it goes where it's meant to. So tell me, what's been going on? The doctors say the silver collapsed with a heart attack. And the others got away? It's a complete balls up. We had eight targets, all involved in ritual murder, all looking up to De Silva. So how did they find out you were onto them? Lake? Did you feel something there? Like brushed past? Was that a doctor? Doctor! <laughs> Quick! <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, but you're all going to have to come. Sergeant Lake will need to ask you a few questions. Yeah, yeah, of course. If you could ask the lady to get into the car... Uh, shall I get him? No, 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 I'll, I'll, I'll do it. Uh, Ellie? Ellie, we've, we've got to go. Are you OK? Say something funny. What? If you'd seen it, Tom. If you'd seen it. Tom. <laughs> Listen, will you? Just listen. For once in your life, no, do what you're told. You go out and get the video and pizza. No, no. You go out and get the video and the pizza. No, 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 no. No, 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 <sighs> okay. Mr. Cuddly will go. Mr. Cuddly, nice person, will do whatever Miss Prickly Bitch wants him to. I'll get the pizzas and the video. What do you want, Hellraiser? Oh, very funny. The Exorcist. Bambi. Great. Where's my jacket? Yeah. There's just one condition. What? We cuddle up during the credits. <sighs> I'd rather watch Hellraiser. Oh, well, Ellie, for God's sake, we've been through a terrifying ordeal. All that adrenaline was being thrown about. So? You found yourself staring death in the face. You need to release your tension and fear through vigorous sexual activity. <laughs> Ask any analyst. You're sick. Then cure me. Come here. <laughs> I told you. What? You are my cuddly neighbour from the flat upstairs who feeds my kitten when I'm away. And shares your TV pizzas. I'll have a thick crust full house with extra olives and coleslaw. 
Fine. Get enough for three. Philippa might come round. Again? She wants to talk about her latest project. Right. Which is what, exactly? She's investigating vampires in Highgate Cemetery. You're kidding. You are kidding. No. Highgate. So that's why the Café Rouge cooks with so much garlic. And get some milk for Bella. Mm, she'll need it after being bonked senseless by the cat next door. Bella! So, we're watching Hellraiser? Bambi. For the tenth time? Who's for venison pizza? Tom. Hey, you want ice cream as well? We could smear it over our bodies, you know, like any other. Tom, listen. Hear it? Yeah. Bella? 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 Is that you, honey? Book of Shadows by Scott Cherry, Maurice Denham played De Silva, and Jenny Funnel Ellie. Tom was played by Andrew Branch, Philippa Janet Dale, Kevin Richard Pierce, Detective Sergeant Lake Christopher Scott, and Detective Inspector Fowler John Hartley. Sonny Ormond played Caroline, Jilly Bond Harriet, Sandra James Young Fiona and the female police officer, James Duke Gary and the demon. Terence Edmund, Dickens and Inspector Dwight, and Gillian Goodman, Karen and the Landlady. The music was composed and played by Anthea Gomez. The Book of Shadows was directed at Pebble Mill by Sue Wilson. Thank you so much for listening to Hallowed Histories, another ghost story for Christmas. We'll see you again for our final ghost story at Twelfth Night, and we've got something very special. It's an exclusive from Sally Harris, the writer of Haverscroft, one of our favourite novels of last year, and a Norfolk-born and bred talent, so we look forward to seeing you then. Feel free to write to us at hallowedhistories at gmail.com, and feel free to review, like, subscribe, and rate on wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you very much.